Welcome to the Create Your Holistic Lifestyle Show. Discover with us and enjoy our holistic resources. Join us weekly on Wednesdays for our live talk show discussing the topics central to maintaining the holistic lifestyle you want. Each week we bring on leaders, product providers, and educators to enlighten and empower your natural journey in wellness. Let us begin. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous Wellness Wednesday here. We're here each and every Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. This is the Create Your Holistic Lifestyle Show. And we're broadcasting to you live on the platform called Inner Light Radio, known as the Healing Frequency. Brothers of all, thank you for all the good vibes and frequencies you put out there. This show is live. So if you have any questions, the call-in number is 310-928-7733. Once again, 310-928-7733. Our Facebook page is Create Your Holistic Lifestyle Show. Once again, Create Your Holistic Lifestyle Show. Our website is createyourholisticlifestyle.com. Once again, createyourholisticlifestyle.com. And we invite you to engage. We have some questions. We have a great topic today. We're talking about real estate. And for many different reasons for all you health professionals out there. Dr. Rab, how you doing? Great. Doing great. All right. All right. So listen, uh, I know you had your show earlier today. I know you always blow them away. But I know you're happy about that Dodger win. What do you say, buddy? We got, you got two in L.A. now, huh? Yeah. I, and you know what? I, all I saw was the, <laughs> that last pitch. I mean, the last uh, out. Because I was busy, busy, busy. I was busy and and forgot. You know, I, I knew the game was on, and I'm a, definitely, a, definitely a fan. But I just, I had something more important that I had to do. I know that's right. All right, Camille, Camille James, how you doing? I am good. Glad to be here again. All right, you want to give us a healthy tip? Top of the show. Anything you want to share? Hmm. Yes, I want to talk about. Um... Yo, Hemby Bark. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking with someone about this uh, last week, and it was, it was about how the skin works, you know, and how it's this beautiful communicator. And unfortunately, we can't walk around with an x-ray machine, so it's our skin's job to tell us what's happening inside the gut. So when we get these little outbreaks or, you know, indicators that something isn't right, it usually shows up, you know, on the face, uh, right above the jaw area, and... When we're putting on things that are topical, uh, it kind of defeats the purpose because it's internal. And so what we have to do is we got to, if you're on that natural path, you got to dig a little deeper and you got to actually go within and go without sometimes so that you can heal those external side effects. So it's, uh, yeah, so definitely know a lot of times the skin is there to actually protect you and Talk to you about what's happening on the inside. So when it breaks out, know that you got to go inside to fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know, as they say, you are what you eat. So basically, and your skin is letting you know what that is. And sometimes it's what eats you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dog boy. That truth is a lot today. You got people out here celebrating. And believe me, they ain't thinking about being healthy right now. They're thinking about alcohol, steaks, partying. 
But you know, not yeah, matter. Yeah. Don't come back. We got a holiday ahead of us, so it's going to be tough to go through that terrain. But I'm definitely going to invite everyone to do a cleanse out there at some point. Think about it. At the top of the year, first of the year, we're going to have a lot of good information about that. You know, starting in the month of January, because we want everyone to get off to 2021. What a great foot! Because you know why? We may not have health care. We don't know. It's a dirty game being played out there. When I say dirty, I mean beyond dirty. It's so dirty. I'm telling you. Dresses are up, skirts are down, there's no time to mess around. Get out there and vote, ladies and gentlemen. What you have to say means something. All right. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, what I'd like to do at this particular time is I want to go through the commercial break. We're going to come back in with our guests, Tony and Karen today. We're going to talk about real estate. We're going to talk about taxes. And for a lot of different reasons, a lot of you, uh, there's going to be a lot of mixed uses out there for you people uh, out there to have your businesses. There's a lot of uh, things under construction where your business will be on the one level and you'll be living atop. You know, it's tax benefits to that. So we'll get into a lot of things today. A lot of people don't know how to qualify for houses these days. Some people are paying $2,500 in rents. They could be owning a home. So we'll get into all those things. Today. I'm really interested in what our guests have to say today. So once again, this is the Create Your Lifestyle Show. Topic, topic today is real estate and taxes. We're going to take our first commercial break. We'll be right back. Meet me in the marvelous St. Martin for an evolution into self-love and soulful living. Hi, I'm Bernadette Davies, founder of Agape Holistic Retreat in St. Martin and around the globe. We're an all-inclusive retreat in St. Martin and private retreats and around the globe. It's magical. www.agapeholisticretreatsxm.com Attunement. Enhancement. Alignment. www.agapeholisticretreatsxm.com Meet you in St. Martin. My name is Michelle. I am the beauty boss of A More Beautiful You with Jaffa Cosmetics. What is so wonderful about Jaffa is that it is an essential business and fits into everyday needs for everyone in your family. Jaffa offers over 500 products within four departments and they are department number one is our skincare department with our five exclusive Royal Jelly skincare lines powered by our Royal Jelly RJX technology. Number two is our on-trend gorgeous color and makeup line, a must-see. Number three is our fragrance from the world's top perfumers. And department number four is our body care for the entire family. Just added is our daily advanced hand sanitizers in two sizes. I invite you to visit my website to see more of A More Beautiful You with Jaffra. My website is www.amorebeautiful-u.com. That is www.amorebeautiful-u.com. Thank you and stay safe and well. Welcome to the hemp industry, including new product CBD-based discoveries is here. It is a smart, organic personal care option today. Industrial hemp is one of the fastest growing segments of the wellness industry and is quickly emerging as a lucrative business opportunity for many. This emerging industry strives to create products that are designed to revolutionize the way people care for themselves. These products are well formulated to produce the finest quality of dietary supplements on the market, derived from industrial hemp containing proprietary CBD compounds that help support the body's endocannabinoid system. For more information regarding hemp, nano water soluble CBD, CBD pet care, CBD choices for your complete body, and receive your home delivery, visit 
the lifestyle store at www.createyourholisticlifestyle.com. Once again, the lifestyle store. It's at www.createyourholisticlifestyle.com. Health is the new wealth. All right, you heard it right there. Health is the new wealth. I can't say that uh, uh, too many times for me, I tell you. Okay, so I want to introduce Karen today. Karen Apollon, she will be talking about real estate. Karen, how are you? I am doing great, Jonathan. How about yourself? Well, if I was, if I was in it, better be a sin somewhere. You know how it is. Life is good. Can't complain. I'm just sustained right now. It's crazy times. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, we have uh, Tony Forsyth. He'll be talking about taxes today. Tony, how are you? I'm great, Jonathan. How about yourself? Stay well, out of trouble? Know, well, yes. It's no trouble to get into. You know, I'll go out the door and I quickly turn around and walk right back in. You know, <laughs> <Safe> <laughs> <in that way. laughs> it's a great exercise I'm having there. It's, it's Groundhog Day. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's get into this, uh, Karen. Um, let's talk about the the real estate market here, a lot of people are wondering uh, what's going on right now um, so far as how can they get a home and why should they have a home rather than rent? Because if they rent, a lot of people are thinking that they can go through, get everything fixed, especially if people are running their business in their homes these days, which a lot of people are doing. And I tell you what, I found something very interesting is on the news, they had a lady that was in Riverside. They got some special certificate or license to run a restaurant out of her home. So what she did was is she set up in her backyard tables and everything, completely legal. She's running a restaurant. So the home now is going to be, to me, the new business front, home-based businesses and so forth. So talk to us about the market a little bit. Well, Jonathan, you probably have heard the market is actually smoking hot right now. Like houses are going in hours sometimes um, with multiple offers instead of weeks and months, mm. um, as used to be the case. Yeah, so it's kind of incredible. So, but people are looking for bigger space, right? I mean, because if we're going to be in our house all the time, you know, the last thing you want is to be in a crowded little space. You want more space to move around in. So people are moving to bigger homes. They're looking for swimming pools and that kind of thing. They want a more like a sanctuary. Oh, okay. So you need to so, see the market moving where people want everything home in their middies, like a spa, resort, everything. So they don't have to go anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. And then, of course, the garden so far. I know Camille is big on growing things at home. So uh, I think that's probably the future then for everyone, to be as self-sustainable as possible. I know next year I'm going to be pers uh, personally purchasing a generator for my home because these rolling blackouts, if something happens, I want to be able to have power. For me sitting around in the dark, I've got ADHD. I'm going to go crazy. So I know what I need to do. So I'm planning ahead. Yeah, so what you need, Jonathan, what you need is some solar panels and a generator. You need one of those, like, Tesla panels or something like that. Well, I have to figure out, do some research on that, see how close it is to me. I know I don't want it on my roof. I think it might cause some health issues. So I'm trying to look at all this new technology. So, yes, it sounds good. I know that sometimes having it on the roof, I hear different things, but I've got to do a little bit more research in that regard, but definitely. Okay, so um, – uh, Tony, let me segue over to you. Taxes. Woo, man, you're probably the father to many individuals when they come to you. You're probably more valuable than a lawyer at this point, wouldn't you say? <laughs> well, yeah, the tax law is changing sometimes, you know, three times a week where we haven't seen a change three times in three years with all the new 
things with COVID. They're just making things, people don't know the advantage they have because it's really not published. So if you're not talking to a tax person in advance of the end of the year, you're probably costing yourself money. And now more than ever, you have to do planning. Okay, what do we do this year? What can we do next year to legally minimize the amount of tax we're paying? Too many people just walk in and say, here's my documents. Do I owe or am I getting a refund? Thanks. See you next year. That can't go anymore. You have to take interest if you want to protect and grow your funds. Okay. So let's start here, okay? And I'm going to pose this to you because a lot of health professionals are sole proprietors and some have companies. So let's talk about how an entity should be set up. When should you incorporate versus when you should not? Should it be an S corp or should it be an LLC? And then we'll get back to Karen. I've got some questions in regards to that. Okay. Well, if you're a sole proprietor, meaning you don't have any kind of incorporation and you make money, you're going to pay self-employment tax of 15% off the top before federal, state tax, anything. You still pay self-employment tax. Mm -hmm. If you're a corporation, namely an S corporation, that can be done one of two ways. One is do a corporation and then do a subchapter S or two, do an LLC and file as an S corporation, get you to the same place. You avoid any self-employment tax because any profits would then flow to your personal return via a K-1. Okay. So for okay. those people, go ahead. I, I'm going to interrupt you a couple of times because sure. I have to do this only for the viewers. So you'll have to break down the difference between an S-Corp and an LLC and how that gets broken down and the different advantages. Sure. Well, so the S-Corporation is probably the most common uh, small, S stands for small business, and the advantage of an S corporation is you don't pay tax on the said corporation for income earned. It flows to your personal return. And you're allowed to write off a great many things that you normally cannot write off being an individual or a W-2 employee. Okay. The LLC can be used as a partnership or as a single member LLC and People will do that normally to protect property. I prefer the S-Corp. You'll get there either way if you do a single member, one person. So, Jonathan, if you said, I want to incorporate with an LLC and I'm going to be the only member, that's you. And then you would still be treated as a S-Corporation by filing a form with the IRS. That would allow you the same benefits as the regular S corporation. The difference, they both cost about $800 a year to the great state of California to maintain it. And you have to have, you know, in the S corporation, you have a board of directors, you have an annual meeting. A meeting can be anywhere in the world. As long as you have your board of directors there and you talk about business, there's some advantages. Uh, it's just a matter of, it's not really a, a five minute conversation. It's depending on your individual situation, your tax person should be able to correctly advise you on the way to go. And there's more to it than just setting it up. Setting it up is one thing, making it legal and actually protected as a corporation is a whole nother deal that takes some work like a business, like Amazon. They, you know, have a fleet of lawyers doing that. You're just one person, but you still need documents to make it work. So, you know, I noticed a lot of people in the set of corporations, they don't file or don't pay to go through and get the whole booklet itself along with the, uh, with the seal, the corporate seal. How do you feel about that? Well, if you don't have a book, 
that means you, chances are you don't have articles of incorporation. Right. You don't have your meetings, minutes in there, your decisions. So every time the corporation decides to do something, we want to open a bank account, you need to have a resolution, a corporate resolution in your book for that. So if you ever get audited, the first thing the IRS is going to say is, let's see your book. If you don't have a book, they're not going to treat you like a corporation. They're going to treat you like an individual, and a lot of things that you've deducted, they're not going to allow, and clients get in trouble that way. So it's very, very important to keep a book, pay the extra money, let a tax professional really set it up for you correctly, and then every year when you come in or every quarter when you meet them, we ensure that the book is right, your accounting is right, and things are moving correctly so there are no surprises. It's too late once you get audited to say, oh, I want to go back and fix five years of history. <laughs> that doesn't Tony, work. You got me chuckling and giggling, sir. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Now, uh, segueing back over to Karen here. Karen, currently, what is needed for a person to purchase a home these days? In terms of what, Jonathan? In terms of Everything. money down? So you need money down. You need a, a credit score. What is it? Should people be monitoring their credit? I mean, just go through the things and some of the habits where people get it wrong, they didn't plan right. Some people need to may need to wait in two or three months to try to straighten out their credit before they get a home. Talk to us about some of those things that are needed and some of the challenges. Yeah, you absolutely want to, you know, correct your, your credit before you start um, looking into getting a home. Um, so I'm thinking 660 and, and above is probably a good credit score. I think that's a fair credit score to move forward with. Why exactly, with exactly. Okay. And if you and if you are renting, Jonathan, now is is the time more than ever to get into buying a home because the rates are so low. So um, yeah, so you want to fix your credit score. Then you want to you you really want to make sure that you pick a really um, a really good agent that knows you know your area that you're looking in. Because there's so many pitfalls that you can fall into. For instance, I have a client right now that's looking in San Diego. And if you're not familiar with, you know, some of the things going on in San Diego, like there's like the new Manchester project that they have going on out there. And if, if you um, are looking for a view and you're not aware of something being built in front of your view, you may end up losing your view. So just, you know, you really want to make sure that you talk to somebody who really knows the area before purchasing. Okay, so some of the components they're going to need is, so what are, what are most of the down payment requiring now? They want 3%, 5%, 10%? Talk to us about this. You know, there are, so many different, there are so many different programs. Um, a loan person would know better based on okay. credit score and, and history of the person, right? Um, so you really want to talk to a loan person about that. Um, so when a person comes to you, yeah. Karen, what, what would you like them to have so that you can do your job effectively? Do you want them already have to be qualified by the bank? I mean, tell us the different components that you're going to check off your list. You know, Jonathan, what I'm going to want them to have is I'm just going to want them to come to me and tell, tell me, like, what kind of areas and stuff they're looking in and what exactly they want in that house and really, like, really think about what they want in that house. Are they going to be – what are they going to be doing in the house? Are they going to be living in the house? Are they going to be – you know, are they going to be having their kids in the house? Is there going to be – because of COVID right now, people are not wanting to go out a lot. So – you know, just really understanding what their needs are in the house. And then from there, I can send them to all the other people that can help them with getting the loan and getting appraisals and all that kind of thing. So really all they should be thinking about is what areas they want to be looking for, how many bedrooms they want, what kind of things do they want in the house, that kind of thing. 
Okay. So they come to you. They should be focusing on the end result of their happiness. Okay. I'm going to exactly segue back over to Tony. Okay, Tony. Um, Can you talk to us uh, about the different tax advantages of having a home-based business at home? And if you could talk about what it looks like when a corporation versus an individual goes and purchases property. Because, of course, corporations can own assets, such as real estate. Sure. Okay. Well, the the easiest thing to talk about when you're talking working at home and having a home-based business, Mm -hmm. if you have areas in your house that you use exclusively for work, that massage doesn't mean therapist, that, things like that. Mm-hmm. Right, but that room's only used for massage therapy or only right. used for bookkeeping or childcare, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It can't be a room that, well, from 8 to 2 I use it, but then from 2 to 6 we all watch TV in that room. That's not considered exclusive use. So it's very important that you, you don't try to claim half of your house as exclusive use. You usually pick a room, and that's the room in which you work. And you can get a credit for uh, a write-off for home-based business. Mm -hmm. The corporation side of it, most people will buy real estate in their own name because the corporation will not have a history or a credit score worthy enough or assets worthy enough to buy the house. But once they purchase the house, they can deed it into the corporation or deed it into a trust for other tax advantages, or what a lot of my clients do is they just have the corporation lease the space from them. So I live in this house, and I've got a garage that I'm using for my corporation. Well, my corporation would write me a check for that space, fair market value. Let's say it's $1,000. Corporation has a $1,000 expense, which is a deduction, and I get $1,000 because it's coming in to me for rental. So there's a lot of ways to shift money out of your personal bucket and put it into your corporate bucket, which is the whole goal of having a corporation to lower your taxes legally. Okay. You know, one one misconcept that I'd like to have you talk about and clear up. So it's my understanding, and a lot of people should be aware of this. So some people say, well, I incorporated in 1988, but it's 2020, and I just set up my corporation bank account. So from my understanding, the corporations being active or live uh, when you set up actually the bank account, not the incorporation date. Would that be a true statement? Yes, it'd be a mostly true statement. You can have a bank account and still have an inactive corporation. So a corporation every year has to file a statement of information, has to have a board meeting, and has to do things to keep it active. If it doesn't do that, then regardless if it has a bank account or not, the state is going to say, you're inactive. Okay. But yes, you are correct. If I get a corporation, but I don't open a corporate bank account, how am I going to show income? Where's the money going to? Okay. So the IRS is going to say, let me see your books. Oh, I don't have any books. I don't have a corporate account. That's a problem. Okay. So segueing back over to Karen. Okay, so... Karen, first off, before we move forward, Dr. Rabb, do you have any questions at this time or, or uh, Camille? No. Nope. Anything you'd like to ask or weigh in on? No. Nope. Camille? Uh, no, I'm just absorbing all this information. And it's, uh, you know, definitely what I need to hear right now. And, and a lot of other businesses are working from home. So and that's why we're here. I'm, I'm about to yes. dig deep this, man. I'm just putting my shoes on. We're about to get it. Me too. I'm, I'm taking <laughs> notes. Yeah, so thank you. Right. Thank you for sharing. No worries. Okay, so Karen, um, 
I often ask this question about health professionals. Okay, how do, how should I behave? What kind of questions should I be asking when I go to someone's business? You know, how do they interact to have a successful experience? So what I'm hearing from you is the best real estate agent or real estate associate you can interact with is one that's going to come in and take the information and then build them this palace and tell them about what's around in the area and then build them that sanctuary, especially during COVID. So they feel comfortable at home. So it's probably going to be the last purchase they do once they get done. It's their primary home dealing with you. Is that correct? Is that a safe statement? That is a safe statement, Jonathan. Okay. Um, some of the areas for business, for health professionals that you've seen, and let's just use Orange County as a uh, as an example. What are some of the areas you would probably recommend for some of the health professionals? We have a lot of health professionals listening. This this kind of you know it kind of depends on it kind of depends on what they're looking for because you know you're going to have in different communities you're going to have different HOAs and some HOAs will not allow you to have a personal okay, so business inside what the HOAs home. Are, so, some people may not know HOAs are are what exactly HOA is a homeowners association. So, like for instance, in the area that I live in, we do have a homeowners association, and they will not allow you to have a personal business within your home. So you really need to check out really? and know the different wow. HOAs in the different areas. Yes. Okay. People don't know that. That's a very good point. I do have one question. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're looking for property and, uh, it, you know, and they list the zone, and I know a lot of the zones have to be commercial use or, you know, some are zoned ag. Yeah, and they have the different numbers attached to the different zones. Which zone should someone, let's say me, I grow, I grow food, uh, I have farmer's markets, I, you know, so if I'm doing something like that, which zone is appropriate for me? You know, that's a really good question, Camille. I would actually have to check on that and get back to you on that one. But I'm thinking more of a, more of like an agricultural type zone, I would think. Right, exactly. Or if I could look for, like, maybe mixed use. Exactly. Yep. Okay. I mean, and Thank how you. big of a property are you are you actually looking at? Because if you have a big enough backyard, nobody's going to – I mean, are you actually feeding that many people out of your garden? Well, usually we try uh, – like what a lot of the CSA programs, you have to have at least an acre to be even considered something like a community farm. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because yeah, if you're doing things like beekeeping or chickens, this mm-hmm. is helping so that right. your neighbors aren't directly affected by all the sounds and smells of farming. <laughs> right, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Yeah, we have a problem out here with the cows and, and the horses. Oh, man, I know. <laughs> oh, it, it's crazy. That's a really good question, though. Uh, all right. Thanks for that, Camille. Um, I'm going to segue back over to Tony. Tony, you said something that was very interesting to me. You said on the purchasing that most people will have to do it under their own situation because the corporation did not have credit yet. Okay. Um, so there is what's considered business credit. So that would be Dun & Bradstreet. Is that correct? D&B? That is correct. Yes, that's correct. And so you would want the corporation to have what's considered a paydex score, Correct. Yes, and assets to support yeah. the debt that they're going to try and acquire. 
Okay. So that would probably be, I hear some water running in the background, I believe. Uh, so that would probably be, I guess, 80 paid X score better is considered, uh, is considered a very the top rating, actually. So if a company, Correct. I always tell people, if you're going to set up a corporation, you know, at least understand that there is what's considered corporate credit and you can build your corporate credit 10 times faster than you can your personal credit. So those Absolutely. that have corporations out there, I would explore that. Those that are interested, I I, I found out about it because I got pissed off of my accountant. I said, look, I need to build corporate credit. And he didn't know what to do. So I started searching, 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 and I found a program and a relationship with someone, and I started building. And there's a platform. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone wants it. I have it. But can you talk a little bit about how a person would venture and build that? Because if your your corporation has assets and has a corporate score, you're worth a lot more. Now you can use that to leverage and have to kind of get away from a lot of your own personal credit use and so forth. Because from my understanding, you don't want to have more than four credit pools per year because that could lower your credit score. Do you would I care to elaborate about any of these things I, I just mentioned? Sure. Uh, the corporate credit, you are correct, it can be built much faster than personal credit and regardless of your own personal credit situation. So you might have a bankruptcy or mm-hmm. late payments on something that is really tanking your personal credit. You think, well, if I open a corporation, that's just going to roll over, and that's simply not the case. The corporation has looked at it what corporate debt and corporate payments that the corporation makes, and then it is given a score. But unlike personal credit, which is based on longevity, uh, for a 25-year-old to get an 800 credit score, personally, it just usually isn't done because they don't have enough time to build that score. Whereas in a corporation, in a year or two, you can build your score to a very substantial number. And that is done by simply getting, when you open your bank account, get a corporate credit card. They offer you one for free. And using it, and usually the line, I think our first card when I first started my business, the first line I got was $30,000. And you use it, you pay it off, and you quickly establish a score. And then you're talking about you know hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt instead of $300 of debt personally, which makes your score go up. So when you want to go look at a, a property, you can use that as long as you have the assets and income to substantiate the purchase. This is the part where a lot of people fall down. They might make $30,000 a month in their business, but if you take out 29 of it, right, then you're only, they're only making 1000 The bank's going to go, I'm not letting you buy this house. You have to have assets. So it's very important that you run it correctly. You pay yourself a small little salary, and you let the business grow. So when you go to buy a house, I've got a couple hundred grand, or I've got 50 grand in the bank, and I put away seven, eight thousand, ten thousand a month in my business. Okay, now I can see you can sustain the debt of this house. It's all about risk for the bank. If they don't like the risk, they're not going to do the loan. And it's also good to understand that banks also have different ratings. So if your corporation, let's say, keeps a balance under 10000 versus over 10000 each month, there's a rating for that. They really don't tell you that, but there is. One thing oh, when yes. you are setting up your corporation, you definitely want to understand everyone out there, is you do need a business phone number. And I would oh, suggest yes. having a commercial address. You cannot use a UPS yes. account or one of those because they're, they're flagged. So when you use that, Whatever you're applying for, like different cards and so forth, usually time you will be denied. 
So it's very important that you understand that you can go to a company like Regis as a commercial uh, address they have. They have someone to answer the phone for you, forward your mail. Also, you can get into different programs. You can use the office for three times a week or five times a week. There's a charge for that. And that way you're all the way legitimate with your business. But these are things that they don't tell you. And people think they can use their, their home address. I think they can use a UPS address. If you're building corporate credit, you will run into a problem there. So just want to share a couple small little in tidbits of things they don't tell you. We started in a uh, executive suite for $140 a month with reception and mail many years ago. Uh, and you are correct. If we didn't do that, you're not looked at as a business. If you ran it out of, I live at 123 Elm Street, that's a whole different credit profile you're building than, hey, I'm on Beach Boulevard, Huntington Beach, Suite 900. Mm-hmm. Yes. And one other thing out there, individuals, and you've probably done this, most people make this mistake. If you're applying, you have business credit and you're trying to get it, and you're filling out an application for a card or whatever, leave it blank. Or put in your, your EIN number. Do not put in your social security number. They would tie it back to you. Make them run yeah. your business credit. So d- definitely. You are correct. Okay. And Collect everybody it. wants your social because it's easier for them, but it's not better for you. Right. Okay. I want to segue back over to Karen. Karen, can you share with us some of the do's and don'ts, some of the problems most people have when they, when they come and they're trying to go through the particular process that hangs up? someone being success, having a successful experience with you. Anything you'd like to share? So credit can make, yeah, so credit can make a big difference. And then the other thing that can also make a big difference is um, just not having a, a big enough down payment. And some people don't realize that they can use but shouldn't use their 401K as a way to make a down payment. So, yeah, so that's usually, you know, and there's all kinds of things that so can, So they borrow you know, against their 401K or they would just take the money yes. out? They were borrow against it. They actually borrow against it, correct. Okay. 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 Um, so, so basically, boy, come to think of it, you have a lot more work than I anticipated in your position because you now have to have <laughs> all the contacts to make someone successful. Now you have to send them exactly. over to someone to clean their credit up. So they may not be able to do business these right? 30 to 90 days later because they've got to get the score up from 620 to 660 or 680. Then you have to send them exactly. over to the right mortgage individual and make sure the underwriting is correct. And then right? the entitlement company. So, I mean, you really Title are. Title and escrow. Yes. And you have to put yeah. a file together and have that be managed for them and then give them a plan of action. Because without a plan of That's action, they're, they're sure to fall down. They won't meet the dates and so forth. So if you're out there dealing with someone, you're dealing with someone like Karen, uh, Karen she's going to go through and, and put a play-by-play together for you so that you are successful in that particular space. So that's that's the one thing that most people don't understand. So if you're dealing with a great agent who's very well-connected and knowledgeable, they're going to help you through this process and have those contacts. Nothing worse than getting on the Internet trying to find someone to help you. So hopefully the agent you have that you're dealing with is going gonna, is gonna to be part of their successful journey with them. Is that a safe statement? That is a very safe statement, Jonathan, and thank you for that. No worries. Okay, um, uh, back back to Tony. So I tell you, Tony, you you got me scared, boy. I tell you some of the things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm shaking over here because I mean, people don't really understand. So we covered the part about the home based business, about having the room and so forth. Okay, in regards to home based businesses, besides allocating that are there any other tips you can give our listeners when they have a home-based business 
um, you know, like a phone line. So they put in a dedicated phone line or have a dedicated phone uh, situation, uh, how to write off things that relate to the business, uh, how they should possibly go through and perhaps have a dedicated card and only use for that. Uh, can you talk about some of those things? Because those are pitfalls people don't make. They get into a co-mingling situation, if you will. And that gets confusing when mind. the government goes through and taps you on the show and says, hey, bud, we know about you. <laughs> you know, you don't want that. Yeah, you are correct. The biggest pitfall I see from people every day is commingling. If you want to write off your cell bill and you've got yourself, your spouse, and your kids on it, and you just take the whole amount and write that off, that's a no-no unless they're all working for the business. So you always want to separate your business expenses. So that's, uh, that's very important. And. That's why you get a business credit card, a business debit card, a business bank account, and you only pay for business expenses on there and normally tie that into an accounting software like QuickBooks Online where you can allocate that. And it's important also, you have to save the receipts. This is another pitfall many people have. They'll come in with a canceled check. That tells me who you paid. It doesn't tell me why you paid them. And the why is what most people miss on receipts. I went to Home Depot and I bought blah, blah, blah. Great. Why? That doesn't say. You have to write it on the receipt. This is for I'm fixing a wall in my home office or I'm buying massage material for my clients or whatever it may be. It has hmm, to be same, on the receipt. Same as you, same as you do on a check. Same as you do on a corporate yes. check, company check. You that is to correct. You don't what it's for. Okay. The why is the biggest thing that I see people not have. They can have all the receipts. So in a year, imagine how many transactions you may have. And I'll say, okay, so in February last year, you bought this. Why? And if you don't know, that's a problem. So the why is important and record keeping is key and keeping your personal money and your corporate money separate at all times. I have clients that I put a little sticky on each of their cards. Oh, one tough. says personal, one says business. <laughs> Boy, that's tough. That is tough. That that's tough to do, especially in today's time. It, it, it's really tough to do. But it, it's, yeah, because you just whip, whip a card out of your wallet. Yeah, yeah, because one may have and, availability and one not. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeremy. Jonathan. Can I just say, Tony will keep you on task. <laughs> he is so good at that. So, Thank you, Tony. I'm, I'm going to ask you this question. Um, being being a, a person that does taxes, so there's many different functions that you you perform. So one would be the taxes at the end of the year. The other would be to do the be the record keeping uh, person for the business itself and the individual. Is correct. Bookkeeping. Correct. Yeah. Okay, bookkeeping so, and accounting. Sure. Okay. So a person can hire you to go through and send you statements every month and make sure that they're, you know, projecting what the tax could be and so forth. Because some people don't realize that they just go see a tax person, you know, once a year. But I think it's wise to get that guidance through. And I wouldn't deal with a tax person that's not going to conventions and constantly educating themselves. These people that turn their lights on a couple months out of the year, I'm scared as hell because you're going to get get knocked on the door. Yeah, you're going to get knocked on the door. A wise man once told me this, and I was very young. I was assistant tennis pro over here in Laguna Beach at uh, the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, and it's a very wealthy man. He said, listen, I was talking to him about business. I've always been fascinated with business. He said, listen, when you keep your records in your business, you want to be able to tell a story. 
So if you get audited, you're able to tell that story effectively. And I didn't know what the hell he was talking about until I got into business. But I always kept all of my receipts. You know, I knew what they were for, and it just always helped me stay organized. And I'd have everything broken down by month, and usually when I do the accounting, he goes, oh, this is great. You're so detailed and organized. I don't know any other way. You know, it's very good. important. You're, you're in the minority. <laughs> you're too kind, Tony. I, you're too kind. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you, though, the, the, the biggest thing you're, any tax preparer should do for you Anytime you want to come in and see if you're on track, we have clients that come in quarterly. We have clients that come in every other month because of their transaction volume, and we sit with them for free because why? It makes them a better business, and it gives us far less work to do if we don't do it. And you come in in April, and you say, hey, can you fix this? And there's 5,000 receipts that haven't been looked at. I'd rather look at them a little bit at a time and educate as we go. And back to your training part, we're required to do 16 hours a year of training. I'd say everybody in my office does 60 because there's just too much to know and you can't be sort of okay at numbers. I can't make a mistake on your tax return because that'll kind of cause you harm. So we kind of feel like we're like doctors. We have to make sure it's perfect every time and you have to do that by training and training. Pick any athlete you know. Yeah, they're great on the court, but how many hours did they put in a gym to get that great? It's the same thing with what we do. How long should a person hold on to their tax uh, information, and who should hold it? The accountant, the tax person, or you? Okay, so the <laughs> tax person will keep. The tax person has to keep a copy by law, right? And for seven years, so seven we'll years. hang on to a copy for seven. I always suggest that people. Keep it. They want a paper copy, great. Otherwise, we keep an uploaded copy in a secure, in a secure server for all of our clients so they can access any time. You want to keep it because you can be audited going back six years from the date of filing. Mm -hmm. And if they should find that you underreported dramatically or committed fraud, then there's no limit to how far they can go back. But by law, six, six years would be fine. And you want to keep the supporting documents as well. That's the big thing. I can get your tax return. It's online with the IRS. But where are your supporting documents that gave me the numbers? So a good tax preparer will get copies of all of that and store that for you too. So that way, if you ever get in problem, you can make a phone call and they can either download it for you or print it and you can come pick it up. But you should always have copies of your own stuff. And in this electronic age, use OneDrive or Google and store it in the cloud so you don't lose it or lose it in a fire or flood or moving or whatever. Uh, always have an electronic copy of everything. All right, listen, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with this great conversation. I think Camille may have a question when we come back. This is the Create Your Listen Lifestyle Show. We're talking about real business here, things you need to know to survive in this crazy, crazy economy. We'll be right back. Hey there, Detox Jenny here. Is your digestion poor, painful, or just plain stuck? If so, please consider doing a short 3-10 to 10 day juice cleanse with my company, Earthly Juices. You can visit us at bringmejuice.com. You will be surprised what a difference a short cleanse can make within your body and your overall well-being. Our organic farm-to-table juice cleanses are handcrafted to exclude your allergies and geared towards solving your health issues. Call 310-404-6804 and mention this show and receive a free quart of juice with your first order. You can also find us at www.bringmejuice.com. 
Or you could write us your detox questions at earthlyjuices at gmail.com. We can't wait to bring that juice to your doorstep. I tell myself again and again, I'm happy about my favorite juice from Jen. I tell myself again and again, well, earthly juices, they make the best juice plans. Hi, this is Dr. Nathan Rabb Jr., host of The Natural Way, which you can hear live on innerlightradio.com every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On The Natural Way, you will learn about alternative strategies to common medical practices to overcome some of the most common physical and mental maladies in the world today. The program is a live call-in show, so you can engage me by calling 310-928-7733 with your health-related questions. For private consultations, please call my office. That's at 310-419-4372. You can also reach me on the web at Dr. Dr. Nathan N A T H A N Rab R A B B dot com. Be sure to tune in to the Natural Way every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, live on InnerLightRadio.com. The healing frequency. I'm Dr. Nathan Rab. We see you on the air. Peace. Historically, our ancestors lived 100% organic and natural, simply grazing off the green earth with fresh fruits and vegetables and blue oceans filled with seafood. Allowing your mind, body, and soul to be naturally healthy is how we were meant to live during this journey of our lives. We invite you to visit The Lifestyle Store. Once again, The Lifestyle Store for all of your family's health and wellness needs. Simply click on The Lifestyle Store at www.createyourholisticlifestyle.com Once again, www.createyourholisticlifestyle.com Keep this in mind, health is the new wealth. Right there, health is the new wealth. Camille, did you have that question? I think you had unmuted yourself, you had a question? Yeah, I did. I was... um... I was just thinking at our last conversation when we were talking about what home represents. And a lot of times I'm looking for the best deal, you know, because it really boils down to numbers and cents. But then I have to take the holistic approach and say, what does this house really represent for me? What is it? How much does it you know, what is its value in my life? And I don't think we I think COVID is teaching us that. We're all now going, you know, we're spending more time at home and seeing the true value. And it should be a place where we go and plug in and recharge our batteries, get better, create, play, work. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about the transition that's happening. So now I'm seeing home buying in a different light, seeing it more holistically. All right, Karen, your thoughts on that? You know, I love that, Camille, and it really is like a sanctuary now. And, you know, at Berkshire, we have a whole entire team of people that come in as part of your family and help you purchase that home or help you sell that home so that you can have, 
exactly what you want in your life. Like, it's all about the potential of dreaming as big as you can possibly dream right now and having that sanctuary that you want to come home to and that you fall in love with every time you walk through the door. Yes, definitely. I agree. It's, it's important. It's important to feel that way, you know, especially. And yeah, especially when then you have to go back and deal with all the stuff that Tom was talking about. I'm like, it better right? be the best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tony, Tony scared the bejeebies off a lot of people at this point. Yeah, but thank you, Tony. I re- Tony, I really appreciate. Yeah, am I doing uh, it right? Am I doing it right? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. you really we're all going into bunkers. <laughs> I'd rather you know now than wait till you get somebody from the IRS or the state asking for your documents and then go, oh, I needed those? Nobody told me. And we Yeah, that I'll take lot. you any day, I tell you. <laughs> Let me ask you Thank this you. question, Tony, and this is very important. Because, I mean, I saw Wesley Slipes go to jail. I, you know, I mean, what sends these people to jail? What did they do that the government said, okay? Okay. Uh, so the IRS is a sleeping giant. Okay. They don't really bother many people. But if you defraud them, they, they're like parents. They know every lie you're going to tell them. And if you defraud <laughs> them, it makes them angry. And when people I, – I can't tell you how many people come to my office at tax season and say, can you whip me up some deductions? I said, oh, yeah, I got a deduction factory in the back here. What would you like? Auto, car? I don't know. We'll do something. No, we can't do that. So people will defraud the government by cheating on their taxes egregiously. I'm not talking about another 100 or 200. I'm talking about tens of thousands of dollars. And the IRS, they see that. They have algorithms for what most people file, including what you file every year. And then one year, your filing is all out of whack. They'll take a second look at that. But if you're doing that on a big scale, not only will they punish you by taking your money and your house and everything else, they will put you in jail so that everybody knows don't do that. And I rarely see legitimate people get in trouble with the IRS. There are mistakes made. If you make a mistake, you'll pay the penalty. But it's a small monetary amount. There's no criminal charges. And it happens. People make mistakes from time to time. But it's not where it's, oh, I made a $300,000 math error, and that's all coming back to me. Oh, you found out. That's a problem. So I always tell people, I always tell people, if you go through your whole life and never get audited, that's the way you want to go. Because an examination by the IRS, and I go to a lot of them for my clients, think of an interrogation room. And this is no joke. It's a one-way mirror. It's one steel table with a laptop chain for the auditor to use. You're sitting on the other side. Everything's being recorded, and you're going through line by line every deduction. And that's an audit, and I don't want anybody to go to that. It doesn't bother me for some reason. I enjoy it because I'm usually right. But for the average client, it would scare you to death to walk into that room and sit there. And usually you'll say the wrong thing, and that's not good either. Woo! Boy, once again, boy. (laughs) So keep it on straight and narrow. Boy, oh my keep goodness. it on the straight and narrow. <laughs> you took the you took don't, the jail right out don't of my think. head. <laughs> all right. Now let me ask you this. Let me ask you. You all have kids? Do you all have kids? We no. do. You know when your kid comes to you? Well, if you have kids and your kid comes to you and says, Oh, Dad, I did this, this, and this, and you know it's a crock because you've told the same story when you were a kid. 
That's that's how the IRS is, okay? So they call the IRS and say, I made a $300,000 math error. They're going to right. secretly put you on mute and laugh hysterically and then come back and say, oh, no, it's not going to play. But the, but the good part, Tony, is if you're that good, they'll hire you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a whole other story. I, I, I'm just saying all of you, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Work with somebody who knows tax law, who knows how to do these things correctly, and understand that in this business, you really get what you pay for. If you pay $49 to get your tax return done and you get this advice, then that's what you're going to have. And if you're yeah. trying to run a very successful business, you, you need to get a professional. Well, yeah, I, I, I want to hire anyone that has, doesn't have a business or have businesses or own some things. I won't go to anyone tech that doesn't have that experience. Otherwise, they're wasting my time. Go ahead, Camille. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, most of the people that are listening right now, they're, you know, on that natural path. They're holistic. They're trying to elevate their consciousness. They're asking hard questions. And they have a problem when it comes a lot of times to money and how it pertains to taxes. And, you know, and unless you take some kind of holistic approach, you'll get really pissed because by the time right. you get personal property tax, payroll tax, everything is taxed. You got to have a bigger why. And I think exactly it's really correct. important to know in your business, why are you doing this? Because if not, and you get caught up in those numbers and cents, you'll just like forget why you're even wanting to save the world. But you do have to educate yourself. And my thing is, if that is how I am and that's my personality, I'm going to hire somebody who shines in this area. And that's someone like who we're listening to right now. Well, I see you're taking a celebrity approach. We appreciate that. All right. <laughs> and I would rather we love you, someone <laughs> who knows what they're doing. And the best advice I ever got in my life was stay in your lane. And I think if you just bring other people together who are in their lane and they do it well, so it is worth the investment of hiring that agent, that CPA, that, you know, all those different areas in your life that you need to you know really address but you can't do them all so hire somebody else to do it hallelujah all right karen you want to go ahead and take this time to give out your contact information a website whatever you'd like to share with the audience there sure jonathan they can contact me at six five i'm sorry repeat everything twice so they get a chance to write it down you got it my phone number is six five zero three zero five one one four six Again, that number is 650-305-1146. And I actually work at the Berkshire Hathaway in Monarch Beach. Um, and my email is kdepollins at gmail.com. And that's K-D-E-P-A-L-L-E-N-S at gmail.com. All right. All right. So uh, over to you, Tony. Please get out your contact information and repeat everything twice, please. Well, thank you very much, Jonathan. Uh, you can reach me at Tony, T-O-N-Y, at tax, T-A-X, R-E-S, res, group. So Tony at tax, res, group, my company, tax resolution group. That's my website. And you can always call me, 714-657-3155. That's 714-657-3155, located in Huntington Beach, and tax resolution is what we do. All right. We have to send people down there. Just be prepared to see the guard, and believe me, you'll see a lot of Bentleys over in that parking lot. Tony, I tell you, you guys are doing well. 
<laughs> no, no, no Bentleys in this parking lot, but we, we have too many Porsches, I would say. Too many Porsches. Yeah, that is a sporty side of town, isn't it? All right. Well, i tell you one thing. Uh, Dr. Rab, your closing thoughts, sir. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. So just stay up with it and keep keep things, you know, in the proper perspective, and uh, usually you don't have major problems. Yeah, all right. And for you men, that means don't go get a greedy woman. You'll be in trouble. All right, Camille. <laughs> <laughs> Camille, your closing thoughts. <laughs> wow. Hey, Newport Beach, you said it. <laughs> Camille, your closing thoughts. Are you there? She might be watering the plants. Okay. Oh, there she is. Yeah, she's. thank you again. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's called multitasking. It's what happens when you work from home. But no, thank you. I, I love this segment. I love what you're doing, Jonathan. Dr. Rab, you are amazing. I love your solid advice. I just love being a part of the show. But again, thank you. Thank you for being on. So listen, uh, there's a lot of things that have been learned here today. I invite you to go to our uh, Facebook page. You can comment. If you have want to reach out, you didn't get the information, I'd be happy to get it to you. But look, main thing is get yourself set up correctly. That's the main thing. So you don't run into any problems and you can be successful. And with that, we become confidence and success. So with that being said, once you have a great week, we'll see you uh, next week out there. We'll have more to come. And then the month of January, we're getting on how to cleanse this body and move forward in 2021. Then we'll have a new president. That way we'll know what the show's all about. All right. Take care now. Peace and love. Thank you for joining us on the Create Your Holistic Lifestyle Show. We are a globally hosted show dedicated to sharing holistic lifestyle events, practitioners, products and services, and useful information. Visit our website, createyourholisticlifestyle.com. Once again, createyourholisticlifestyle.com. Of course, our Facebook page is Create Your Holistic Lifestyle Show. We'll see you next week. Namaste.